Lead Your Life Podcast, Episode 5. Step up on your desires. Average is boring. This is the Lead Your Life Show, brought to you by SeasonedLifeJournal.com. This is where we help you get the clarity, boldness, strategy, and tools needed to intentionally execute your idea, share your story, and influence the world with your genius. Welcome. My name is Abraham Ologundudu, your host on Lead Your Life podcast. This is our fifth episode powered by Seasoned Life Journal. It's good to be back on the show again after a short break. Well, I'm sure you have been anticipating my return. So here I am once again. Anyway, while I was away, we had the second edition of my annual nation building event called Leverage Conference at the prestigious University of Ibadan or your state, Nigeria, on the 15th of October 2016. Leverage Conference is one of my expressions in helping more Nigerians, especially the young population, maximize their potential and live a relevant life of influence. So this year's theme was Braze Up. Oh, Braze Up, Braze Up. We discussed on issues surrounding cultural conditioning, victimism mindset, amongst many other things. And we featured five speakers, like amazing speakers, and the legendary Dio Samuel of Audacity to Lead, the king of podcasts, as it were, in Nigeria was one of them. And honestly, it was an amazing experience. Anyway, for more information about this initiative, and if you would like to be part of what we are doing here, visit leverageng.com. Leverage ng.com that's the website for you to visit and for you to also have some view of exclusive photos from the conference visit bit.ly forward slash leverage 2016 peaks that will be bit.ly forward slash leverage l-e-v-e-r-a-g-e 2016 peaks Okay, so in the last episode of the show, we dealt with how to break the pessimism syndrome. You know, there's this tendency for us to lose hope in people, in books, in several things around us that could be of help to us or because of our past experiences with these certain persons and we feel that no one can advice you nothing works nothing works everything is just bad it can't work for me it can't work for me so in a couple of minutes let's just listen to some snippets from that episode it is true that you can't step into everyone's shoes but take care to know what and when to learn from others especially those producing the kind of results you desire. 
whatever you are going through, there is someone who had successfully gone through it. Don't begin to act like a superman. The principle that works for others will work for you. That is why it is called a principle because when applied, it will always produce the underlying results. If it doesn't work, the issue might be that you never believed it was going to work. It is a self-fulfilling prophecy. The first thing today you need to know is the only way to deal with pessimism is to practice optimism. The second point is always distinguish between practices, strategies, tactics and principles. Practices and strategies can change. They may vary per context, but principles are constant. Your success is a function of your alignment with principles. There is this popular quote that says, Whatever you conceive, believe it, you can achieve it. Well, that's quite true, but I believe there are hidden information to be revealed in that quote. So let me rephrase that quote. In my own words, I would say whatever you conceive, believe it, you can achieve it with respect to certain principles. Up next on this episode, Tip of the Week. How to overcome your fear of public speaking. This is also known as glossophobia. You know that feeling when you face a group of people to talk, the sweats, the shaky voice, the sweaty palms and so on. It is estimated that 75% of people suffer from speech anxiety. So what is the solution? Well, it's quite simple. Join a drama group. <laughs> Uh, so, I know that sounds hilarious, right? But that was what I did. That was exactly what I did in my second year in the university. And it really helped me gain confidence, gain competence. Then, ever since then, I have had the privilege of speaking to people from small groups of 10 to an audience of 500 persons and it's been awesome okay okay let me just break it down i'm not literally saying you should join a drama group but my point is this if you want to overcome the fear of public speaking then show up what do i mean by show up you need to engage in activities that will 
make you gain mastery over your fears and the only way to deal with fear is to act in the direction of the fear i must tell you i wasn't an awesome actor in fact i was terrible terrible at acting my first two roles was a joke like everybody after the drama presentation were just coming to me to make fun of me and all that i think the only part i was good at was dance drama yes dance drama i used to have a dance group a couple of years back you know when you do those stunts break down be boy and you feel like a bad guy all over the streets so i still did very well when it, when it comes to dance drama but the truth remains that the rehearsals i went through the drills the breathing exercises and so on made me gain confidence over facing crowds i mean i do not think there's anything more funny like me acting drama i i've seen it all so i don't think there's any other thing i'm going to face that will be more scary than what i had seen in the past well i think so so i kept faking it until i became what i desired so if you want to overcome the fear of public speaking then show up that is it on the tip of the week So we would continue with the No Excuse series which I started two episodes away using my book No Excuse Challenge A Definitive Guide to Break Mental Limitations in Less Than 30 Days as the resource material. What I want you to connect with in this particular episode is that living an average life is boring and that you can step up in your desires to live a significant life. Specifically, you will learn about why it is imperative for you to dream big, the effects of following through on your dreams, how to break through a mediocre mindset. You should know that you don't exist as just another number in the world population. You might have heard it a thousand times, but the truth still remains that your presence here on the earth is tied to a unique purpose and you are totally responsible to not only desire to fulfill the purpose but to also drive yourself to execution. Life is full of obstacles as you journey towards fulfillment. In fact, there is a phenomenon called the resistance which is unique to every individual. Due to this resistance, you might be forced to settle for less and to stay within the comfort zone. The resistance can serve as anything to anybody. The tricky part is that most times you won't know that you are giving up for less. It's like a psychological programming that makes you believe you are being pragmatic with life. But on the contrary, you are being conditioned to think less of your ability to live your dreams. One way to detect if a person is running the race of life from a mediocre paradigm is by the words he or she speaks. And as the Bible says it, 
from the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so at this point i would read two chapters of my book no excuse challenge a definitive guide to break mental limitations in less than 30 days that dealt with two kinds of mediocrity expressions i will be reading chapter 5 and chapter 7 chapter 5 i want a humble or simple life if your quest for simplicity is at the cost of full expression of your potentials quit it abraham the basis for people who give this excuse is that they believe not everyone should be on the spotlight this is quite true but can also be applied wrongly it could be a defense tactic to dodge responsibilities preferring to take up things that are very convenient to do you build a wall around yourself called the comfort zone the path of least resistance it's the easy road and a lot of people always choose to travel through this route you might be avoiding being stretched if it requires extra commitment you often pull back on several occasions i have received these statements or similar ones like i don't want people to know me 80 percent of the time the individual involved was actually scared of doing something wrong who says living your best life would cause you to be less humble or have a complex life if you even find yourself in such situation your choices produce it so you can undo it don't limit your potential in the name of humility it's just like some people who equate holiness to poverty humility is first a state of the heart whatever people can see is just an expression of your inner state the best value system to live by is that which helps you maximize your potential robert frost said two roads diverged in the woods but i took one less traveled the road less traveled is the path to greatness it is the path to reach full potential the road mostly traveled is called the path of least resistance it is a road where the sojourners have no vision nor are they driven by purpose it's the easy way filled with instant gratification the road less traveled is clear filled with people with vision conviction passion and purpose they shun instant gratification for future celebration although this road is filled with adversities but they know that oppositions and obstacles are constant their obsessions of their desired future is stronger than the challenge before them be sure that your quest for simplicity is not fueled by the desire for instant gratification i'll be reading chapter 7 next and the title is i just want to be normal as far as i am concerned i am not here to live a normal life i am sent here on a mission howard finster this is an extended version of chapter 5 it is the law for average other related expressions include i tried my best or i can't keep myself or, it's always about your comfort you are not really concerned about reaching your true potential as long as you made an effort the universe must commend you you actually have zero tolerance and your third name is status school you can spend so much energy trying to defend your position instead of just going with change it's just not cool to function like a four megabyte diskette 
when your capacity is like one terabyte hard drive whatever you are now is small compared to your true capacity you can be more don't hide behind balance your existence is beyond you think global don't settle yet explore further i believe normal is boring i barely watch football matches but i know the game is more interesting when tension is in the air you know, especially when one team is dangerously attacking the opponent in the box 18. Also, people celebrate some football players than others because they offer much more entertainment. In life, the people we celebrate on both local and international level are people who added extra to the ordinary we were all used to. There is something that lies within you that is beyond you. That is where your fulfillment lies. That is where you birth a legacy that will outlive you. Eat to the call of the extraordinary life today. Alright, so I just read two chapters for you. Chapter 5 and chapter 7. And oh yes, you had that right, the last part. Eat to the call of the extraordinary life today. And as John Obidi of Smart Beacon does come would say, be phenomenal or be forgotten. Anyway, if you would like to get a free copy of this book, log on to bit.ly forward slash 3dn download. bit.ly forward slash 3dn download. 3dn download. I have three questions to deal with from the entire thing I have read, then we would be done with this episode. So stay with me. The first question is this. Why is it imperative for you to think big? I have three answers for you. The first answer is, it determines your level of fulfillment. You see, there is nothing more regretful than being on your dying bed with the feeling of a life lived without full expression for you to be able to express yourself in whatever capacity you must have conceived it in your mind most times we associate thinking big to things like building the next microsoft or apple well that's awesome but it's not always going to be like that in this context thinking big involves you challenging the status quo, going beyond the ordinary to conceive a great idea that will solve problems in your community, in the society, in the nation, or the world at large. This is my focus on Lead Your Life podcast, where you can express yourself to fulfillment. So today, upscale your thinking pattern because your fulfillment lies in the quality of your thoughts. My second answer to this question is your productivity is directly proportional to the quality of your thoughts. The popular King Solomon quotes from the Bible says, As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Until you are fully persuaded that your productivity in life is not a function of your environment, resources, and relationships, but your thoughts, you will continue to underperform. Truth be told, some persons have favorable environment through abundant resources and valuable relationships, but they still live a miserable life. 
So why do you still believe that it is the things that you have or you don't have that determines the results you produce? No, it is the quality of your thoughts. An unproductive lifestyle is a consequence of an unproductive thinking pattern. And one of my favorite persons on the internet, the electrifying coach Kemi of how to think calls it as thinking, thinking. As thinking, thinking. <laughs> All right, that woman is just awesome. My third, my third answer is only outstanding thinkers make indelible impact in people's lives, community, and nation. The quest for greatness, which is measured by how many lives you were able to impact, doesn't go hand in hand with mediocre thoughts. Nelson Mandela wouldn't have stood up to the apartheid system of South Africa back then if he was thinking of just conforming. Mahatma Gandhi wouldn't be celebrated for fighting for Indians' independence if he had a victim mindset, like if he was thinking, ah, oh, they are pressing us, so they just watch them, oh, <laughs> Nigerians like using, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, here's a question for you based on these three answers. Do you want more out of life? Are you messing with the idea of being more or you are desperately in need for an upgrade? Then you need to step up on the way you think. How do you do this? This leads us to the second question for us today. How do you break through a mediocre mindset? Okay, so one thing you must understand is that the frame of your mind on certain issues of life is based on past experiences you have allowed to condition you. So here are three ways to break through. 1. Be intentional about your association. You are a strong product of the company you keep. Do your friends talk about things that are way beyond the status quo? Do you guys just talk about football, clubs, movies? babes girlfriends well those are things to talk about but if your conversation just surrounds those things i just circled around those things then i feel you're not maximizing your thoughts you're not maximizing your brain there are bigger things the law of association cannot be boycotted and here is my version of the law of association the law of association states that for every relationship you keep you are either being strengthened or weakened in the place of your gifts and potential. So if you dine with great thinkers, it will rub off on you if you are actually deliberate about it. Let me illustrate with the law of physics. I studied physics in the university and it is awesome. This law is called Zeroth Law of Thermodynamics. And this is what it states. It states that when you bring, I'm paraphrasing now, so I don't bring in too much English and technical jargons into it. So it states that when you bring a very hot object A near a warm object B, there will be a transfer of heat from A to B until both have the same temperature. 
if you bring another code object C together with A and B, then A, B, and C will undergo its transfer until all have the same temperature. That's a state of equilibrium. So this is what it is trying to say. Let's say you car carry one bottle of Coke and a very cold sachet water. Place both of them in a bowl. Go off, play, come back. You will notice that your warm Coke has received a certain level of cooling from the cold sachet water. That's where the heat transfer goes on. And if you wait longer enough, it will get to a point that the temperature of the bottle of Coke and the sachet water will almost be the same. So my question is, who is rubbing off on you? Second answer is, be intentional about the information you, your mind consumes. Freedom from a mediocre mindset won't come overnight. There is no quick fix for it. If your mind got informed about certain things that makes you think average, then you have to expose it to information that will expand that smallness. Simple, read books, biographies, read influencers' online journals, follow influencers' blogs. You should attend events where great ideas and topics are discussed. Just expose yourself to information that will expand you. You can also condition your mind through daily affirmations. Write down great things and say them to yourself. Every day, your mind unconsciously picks up details from the environment. Most of these details are negative, especially in the society where I, where I exist. In Nigeria, you get to the boss, you're hearing complaints. In the cab, you're hearing complaints. You're, in, you're at work, you're hearing complaints. On the street, everyone is complaining. No, those things can get to you. So it's your responsibility to install counter information. Your third answer is identify your limiting beliefs. For every external action of any man, there is an underlying philosophy. To better illustrate what a limiting belief is, personally, I've met people who would say, I can never go to the cinema to watch a movie. It's a waste of money. When I can get it online, watch it on my laptop, buy a popcorn from a local vendor, and eat in my room, watch the movie. Well, awesome point. But if you check such person's background, you will notice that while they were growing up, perhaps their parents don't take them to cinemas because they couldn't afford it. So they ended up getting conditioned to the fact that since they couldn't go to the cinemas, it was a waste of money. So they found an alternative lifestyle which they got conditioned to. Personally, in my own story now my parents never got me ps2 i think the best game i ever got was a family con where you play mario that was the best the best game i received from my parents and humans got damaged that was the end so nothing like ps1 ps2 i see kids these days with ipad xbox you know one kid having ipad xbox playstation and all those things i'm like oh PS1, PS2, no single thing in my own house, nothing. So, I grew up with the ideology that playing games is just a waste of time. You know, 
And for serious people, the only thing we do in our house is read. My dad's library books. We just like geeks. We just reading, reading. That was the only thing we, we, we do most times. Currently, I don't have games on my phone. I dealt with that limiting belief. When I see phones, games on my friends' phone, I like, I play them. Once in a while, I play PS2 then with my friends and all that. So, I want you to do an analysis. What are your limiting beliefs? What alternative belief system or lifestyle would you replace with them? The last thing I want to share with you is the effect of thinking big and following through on your dreams. The number one effect is you initiate a progress chain reaction. In every society, we need thinkers, we need people that will drive change, that will drive innovation, that will drive revolutions. And as a person, you are attached to many generations to come. The one decision you make to live your best life will have a great effort on the upcoming generation. Quickly imagine the lives of Bill Gates or the Aliko Dangote's generation and many other change agents in the society. If there is anybody in their family that wants to go below standard, it will be very, very, it, can, it will be a minority because they are leaders. They can influence the ones, people coming behind them to do great things. So that is the more reason why you should step up. Number two, you shape the society. Doers and not just thinkers influence change in the society. Think about Albert Einstein. Thomas Edison, Obafemi Awolowo, Mary Slenso, Michael Faraday, Isaac Newton, Steve Jobs, Aliko Dangote, Abraham Logundudu. These names and many others can never be wiped off the sands of time. This is because they brought different perspectives to the activities of mankind in their various spheres. So, are you ready to shape the society? Would you be willing to shape the society? Step up. Number three, you gain mastery over exercising your independent will. Your independent will is a great gift from God. The sad part is that many don't exercise it. They have become puppets to people and circumstances. They are either bothered about what people will say or they are complaining about life challenges. God created you as a leader. And he expects you to be responsible for your life results. Thinking big and following through helps you exercise this gift. It's not about anybody but about your unique purpose and fulfillment. The more you act this way, the more you gain mastery over life. Alright, this is what I have for you in this episode. We are both on a journey and trust me, whatever position we are now, there is so much more we are made for. There is this saying that nobody is perfect, right? But there have been a lot of misconception about that statement. What it actually means is that there is always room for improvement. Let me do a quick recap. I said thinking big is important because it determines your level of fulfillment. Your productivity is directly proportional to the quality of your thoughts. Only outstanding thinkers make indelible impact in people's lives, communities, and nation. 
I said you can break through a mediocre mindset by being intentional about your association, being intentional about information your mind consumes, identifying your limiting beliefs. And I also said the effect of thinking big and following through on your dreams are you initiate a progressive change reaction, you shape the society, you gain mastery over exercising your independent will. Thank you for listening to this episode. Until I come your way next episode, I am Abraham Ologunduki. Lead your life. Coming up next episode, how to overcome your fear of rejection. The quality of your life results is a sum of your life experiences. If in your case, the experiences you have had makes you suffer from the fear of rejection, the next episode of Lead Your Life podcast is a must for you. You have been listening to the Lead Your Life show brought to you by SeasonedLifeJournal.com. Please feel free to send in comments or questions to Abraham at SeasonedLifeJournal.com. Thanks for listening to the Lead Your Life show.